Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Sometimes with a little help from my friends, but today I am friendless. Um, <laughs> nope, today I am riding solo because I want to talk about something that uh, has been brought up several times in the podcast, um, referring to cosplay, especially with some of my friends as far as like older cosplay, like back in the day, group cosplays. Um, and that's what I like to think of as like the cult cosplays. Um, and I'll, I'll clarify that, obviously. <laughs> like, it's not a cult, I'm not running around, preaching anything. It's just, you'll notice at conventions when you go to them, there are always a huge group of people that's like the quote unquote anime of the year or two years in some instances or three or four or several <laughs> some of them like to hang on but you'll notice it like there'll be the um, photo shoots for cosplay groups and they'll be like oh the, the sailor moon group and it's huge and this year uh was the demon slayer i believe is really big right now um huge group for that uh jojo's bizarre adventure huge group for that um so that's what i'm talking about is like people get hooked on like the anime of the season um and everybody wants to cosplay from it and i'm not saying this is a bad thing by any means because i have also been a part of the cult cosplay um many times over my 20 years of cosplay um but I just wanted to spend an episode talking about, um, I guess, a through the years um, and when it stopped for me when I was like, OK, I, I like this, but I don't have to I don't have to feel obligated to cosplay from it, <laughs> I guess, is where I'm going with this, because um, it always felt like if you weren't in one of those bigger groups back in the day, um, not so much now because you know, I don't feel like I need to cosplay from every single thing that I watch personally. Um, it just feels like you you had to be a part of that big group of some kind or like nobody even kind of recognized what you were uh, back in the day. So uh, let's get into it. My first cosplay ever was Hatsuharu Soma from Fruits Basket. Um, and Fruits Basket, I noticed at a few conventions that I've been to at the very beginning of things was big. Uh, but everybody was Toru, everybody was Kyo, everybody was Yuki. Um, and I chose Hatsuharu. So because I was Hatsuharu, I never saw anybody else cosplay as him in this area anyways. Um, I haven't really, I said, I hadn't branched out so much at that time. Um, but Haru was my favorite character and I just, I'd never seen anybody else do it since then. And it was popular. It was very, it was very well received because nobody else had seen a Hatsuharu around here either. Um, but I've made friends with a lot of Harus and a lot of, um, Tarus, Torus, Jesus, <laughs> doing great, Katie. Uh, a lot of Torus and Kyos and people that were Yuki. Um, I met a few people that were like Shigure and Ayamis, uh, but I wouldn't say it was like a like big, big like quote unquote cult one at the time. Um, but there was a lot of people dressed up from it because it had just kind of come out back in the early two thousands. The biggest one that I was first a part of, as far as like everybody was dressed up from it, had to have been Full Metal Alchemist. Good lord. That show, first of all, is so good. The the Brotherhood and the original, but I'm talking about the original because Brotherhood wasn't even thought of at the time. Manga was just coming out. Everybody was getting into it. Uh, and I fell hard into FMA for a while. Um, and that one lasted a couple of years, too. 
Uh, it was around everywhere. It just got better because the show was longer. So more got added to it. And as you add to a show like that, like it sticks around for a while because uh, people are watching it constantly. Uh, everybody, everybody had that blue uniform. <laughs> everybody had that military uniform, uh, myself included. Uh, Roy's and Hughes and so many Roy's, so many. Risa, Risa was a big one. Everybody was Risa. Um, Ed, Elric, everywhere. So many Eds. <laughs> so many Eds. Um, and of course, people would like attempt the armor and be Al, and there was oh, so many good Al cosplays. Um, our friend Rob uh, was a ho ho papa. And if anybody knows what I'm talking about, you, you get it. Like Hohenheim. Oh, he was a good Hohenheim too. He looks like him. That's the thing. Rob is like this keen ability to find characters that he looks exactly like. And Ho-Ho Papa was like one of them. Like one of the big ones where it was like, Jesus. Like they just like find you and go, yeah, just get longer hair and we're good. <laughs> and honestly, he's the only person I've ever seen cosplay that character. Um, I mean, you've seen other pictures of it, but like in the area cosplaying it, he was the only one that I saw cosplaying that. So that was again, popular. You always found like that key character that nobody else could pull off. And that's what made you stick out in a like group cosplay shoot. But yeah, like, oh God. And then things too is like what that one is like, it got into like, everybody's like finding all these characters to cosplay and stuff. And then someone actually like made a mom puddle. Oh, oh, <laughs> so gnarly. It lit up and it was all if you've seen the show you know what i'm talking about it's like when they try to bring their mom back and like there's this weird like disconformed like mom thing and someone actually made it and like just sat there in the convention floor with it and it was like oh that's really cool looking but also you sick <laughs> why would you cosplay that um and even worse are the people that dress up their children um as the dog and again if you've seen full metal alchemist you just i don't even have to keep going it's the dog and you get it and people are twisted <laughs> there was one actually at anime boston a guy and he had one like the, the dog and he was sitting there with like a sign or something it's like say hello to my daughter or something like that and it's like oh he, no <laughs> and it's been god almost Ooh, 2005 i think full milk must start getting really big so god it's almost been 17 years a little over 17 years and people like still seeing something like that from that anime like it triggers you <laughs> but everybody was dressed up as fma forever like every convention that i went to between 2005 and 2007 it was like that was the group to be dressed up as like full milk miss everywhere uh, which swiftly was replaced at one point uh, with Host Club. Uh, full, uh, yeah, Host Club swept right in, especially into my life. Because the thing was, at the time when I was like peaking with cosplay, like all I made was cosplays. When I went, like I had like five or six I take to conventions just to change into out of. Um, and that's when I really started hosting at conventions was around 2006, 2007. So it's like I needed to keep up with the times then just to be relevant to the crowd that I was performing to. So a lot of my cult cosplaying came out of necessity. Uh, I mean, I liked all the shows that I watched too. Don't get me wrong. But it's like I had to just 
you know, be relevant at the time. So I had to keep up with all of these trends at the time. Uh, and host club was the next big thing. And that was the first big thing that I cosplayed as um, to host at the first convention I hosted at. Um, it was Tomaki, but every, again, everybody, there was all, and the thing with them is like, yeah, you had the regular school uniforms um, and you had to find people that looked alike to be the twins or had, we actually had twins in our group. So <laughs> we were super dedicated. We had a literal like five, six year old playing our honey senpai. <laughs> oh, I love Mary. She like put her kid in that outfit and was just like, he's so cute. And we're all like, he really is. <laughs> But I mean, like, you know, obsessive group cosplay. Um, and we did. We had the whole, like, gang. And it turned into such a thing. Like, everybody was dressed up and loved it and, like, really get into it. I mean, a lot of, like, with these cult cosplay things, too, is, like, the yaoi and the doujin and, like, the parties we threw as this cosplay group as well. That people are, like, are so obsessed with the show. They're like, oh my gosh, you're actually going to hold, like, a host club party? Or a tea time? Or, like, a dance? Because we did. We did all of those things with this group. And, like, you, we sold them out. Like, like that. Like, everybody couldn't get their hands on these tickets fast enough. Because there was, a like, quote-unquote, real host club group. It was insane. And I did it twice with like two different groups of people in this time because I went to like two different conventions and one of them was a tea time. And we all again had to make all the costumes from the Alice in Wonderland episode had this huge tea time thing. That was insanity um, for its own reasons. If you go back about a year ago and you listen to the Nephi episode that Ryan and I did, uh, we talk all about how that went downhill real fucking quick, <laughs> real quick. Um, but at the one in New Hampshire, we had the whole dance and I had to make those outfits like from the first dance episode. I had to wear a full white suit. Can we talk about how dangerous that is being a woman <laughs> for a second? <laughs> you know, one, because you're an automatic Tide commercial. But, you know, that other thing that girls do, it's just it, it wasn't mm, hold your breath situation. Let's just put it that way. Um, but I'm in a full white suit. And first of all, full white suit no matter what you do it's lined it's not actually lined like you basically go commando in it because everything gonna show through white pants sorry it's a fact um not the most comfortable outfit i had ever worn in my life it was a suit and i like wearing suits and things but like oh never wearing a white suit again let's just put it that way but it all went really well and I, the sold out people crazy like thinking it I don't know. It's like people think you're the character sometimes. Like sometimes people are just like, oh my gosh, I really love your costume. And then there are people who are like, oh my God, you have to be Tomaki. It's like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm not. Um, but they think you are. They think you're those characters sometimes. And it's a little weird. Like some people in some situations, there are different situations where it's like, I understand why you think this way. You know, like there's like, you know, there are special instances for that but like 90% of that there's no special instance like you you, you need to relax <laughs> calm down I'm not them um thankfully haven't encountered a lot of that in recent years um but there are moments that it happened um and it was a little bit um sketchy 
I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to hide from you for six or seven years until this all blows over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Host Club was the next big thing. Um, Sailor Moon, I did Dead Moon Circus with Jess and them. We did that big skit. Um, Sailor Moon has always stayed a cult thing, I think. You always see Sailor Moon people at conventions period like that's one of those anime cosplays that's just never gonna die and you still see host club you still see fma at these conventions not nearly in the volume that they were back when it was like the thing um but sailor moon is 30 years old at least i mean it could be older now but i mean you always see large groups for sailor moon like throughout the weekend so that's one of those ones that's just always going to be a thing and i appreciate that um but technically i was part of that sailor moon cult <laughs> when we did dead moon circus um and of all the photos that we took that year like i don't think we ever made it to like one of the big cosplay photo shoots for sailor moon but even now if you go into any um convention photo gallery thing and they have the sailor moon group it's like a whole wall <laughs> That's <laughs> so many Sailor Moons. Uh, and I love Sailor Moon. And I would gladly dress up from that a hundred times. So, again, that's one of those those situations where you just want to be a part of that no matter what. Because those costumes are so cute. Now, do I want to be a Sailor Scout? Absolutely not. I wore, like, this... <sighs> the girls from the Dead Moon Circus had barely any clothing. And as a person who enjoys clothing... As, you know, a thing. I like not being exposed personally. Um, I made it a point to be like, ooh, you guys can all wear the crop tops and the booty shorts. And I'm going to take the one character that is as fully covered as they can possibly be. <laughs> and that's for everybody. Not just me. <laughs> it's just like a security thing, you know? Like personal preference security thing is what it is. Um but those Sailor Moon outfits are like, they're adorable. I just, even though it's completely covering me up, I just, no, mm -mm, no, not me. Can't do it. I could definitely go as any of the princes though. And I've actually had plans for years to make a Sapphire costume. And I'm probably actually going to execute that now that I've got a little more time in my life and <clears throat> a little more time in my life and uh, resources and a better idea of how I want to do it. I mean, again, it, but it's white pants, so here we are again. <laughs> it always comes back to the white pants. I'm like, uh, we'll see. I definitely want to do it at some point. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! When that was a huge thing. And it's funny because when I was making this list the other day, I thought about it. And I was like, oh yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! was huge for a while. Like, everybody was Yu-Gi. Or everybody was Seto Kaiba. Or everybody was his annoying uh, Mokubo. I think it's Mokubo. Yeah. His like annoying little brother. It's like, Mokubo! <laughs> Um, I didn't even think about it. I was like, no, I wasn't a part of that cult thing. And they're like, oh my gosh, I was. Because back in 2008, when I first went to Kineticon, before I was working at it, I actually competed in that masquerade. Um, and I don't know if anybody recalls it or not, but they used to have Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged. Um, and little Karibo put that out. And I don't know if it's still out or not. I mean, I know it's on YouTube, the original episodes of it. I don't know if there's any more new episodes. I think it's finally finished. And uh, we had a group that we did for Kineticon where we did an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge because uh, the person who made the episode, the episode, the person that made the skit for us, they 
could do the voices that almost sound like Lil Karibo. It was really good. It was funny. And I cosplayed as Joey Wheeler. And I totally forgot about this. And I was laughing about it last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was a part of it. And I was Joey Wheeler. And we did this whole skit. And I was like, (laughs) I can't even do the voice. I can't do it. But the whole skit, like, I think you can find it on YouTube. I'm going to see if I can find it on YouTube. I might link it. I can find it. But basically, yeah, like we all made goons of ourselves on stage. But Yu-Gi-Oh! Huge. Everybody was Yu-Gi. There was all the different kinds of Yu-Gi's. I don't think everybody ever cosplayed as regular Yu-Gi. Everybody always went as like feral Yu-Gi. Like we all had to have the really pointy hair and like the menacing faces and brr. Like it was always angry Yu-Gi, which is so sad because I love little Yu-Gi. I think he's so cute. <laughs> um... And then oh, I wish I could remember everybody's name from that show. Girl with like the purple outfit with like everybody had to cosplay as her because her boobs were everywhere. <laughs> That's the only reason I remember it. The big blonde hair and the boobs everywhere. And then a couple of people would go around as the cards. And we're going to divert for a second from our topic of cult cosplay uh, to talk about creeps. Um, in cosplay, which brings me to a certain someone who cosplayed as the Dark Magician. Uh, this is a PSA for anyone that goes to conventions that are younger. If people in cosplays come up to you and say, hey, I have an extra costume and I want you to wear it with my costume, that is not a pickup line. Okay, let's just start right there. It worked. It worked every time for this guy. Like, I don't get it. One of my friends fell victim to it. Like, but it was, it was gross. He always had a different girl in that costume. Like, and then other things would happen uh with him such as the smecks and everything else and he'd always go to the same conventions and it's like it happened all the time and it was weird and it was creepy and from what i understand what i've heard not a good person so just don't do that don't be that person and also don't be the person that's like oh my gosh i'll wear your costume and not talk to my friends for hours and then we see him with a completely different girl in the same costume the next day because he's using you for things okay i haven't seen that guy cosplay in a million years anywhere so hopefully he's fallen off the face of the earth but yeah now, granted, the costume that he made was really good, but it was like he always had a, his dark magician costume, and then like he had the dark magician girl, and yeah, it was yeah, it was gross. <laughs> Don't be that person. Um, that's the end of our PSA, I guess. We're gonna move on, but yeah, like Yu Gi Oh was big for at least a year or two, but it was also a million episodes. It could have gone on longer than that. I just didn't notice it continuing after the few years that I noticed how big it was because right around that same time was the Naruto obsession. I wasn't the person that got into Naruto right away when it first came out. Um, mostly because I felt like it was stupid at the time when it first came out because there was this obnoxious little blonde haired child screaming, believe it. (laughs) And that was the American version. I didn't realize it wasn't like that in the Japanese version. But I assumed that it was. And I was like, no, no I'm good. Like, obnoxious. And you can't tell me when you watch Naruto that you weren't completely, like, annoyed by that kid because you're lying. 
<laughs> you're lying to yourself you're lying to everybody like naruto like didn't seem to hit at first and then i think i ended up catching the first episode unfortunately it was it was dubbed so it was like oh god i can't do this and then someone gave me the first set of the dvds and i watched it in japanese with the subtitles i was like okay this isn't terrible like this is fine and then you know the second season happened and third the fourth the fifth the sixth the tenth the twelfth the fourth yeah so i ended up watching all of it into ship it in um i didn't end up finishing ship it in i don't believe uh, but i definitely watched all the first like season even though it's not a season like all the first part which was just naruto um and it was good but again everybody got so into it like all of a sudden a few months later i'm going to the convention and everybody's dressed in naruto and there's so many characters in that show which was kind of nice because everybody wasn't naruto or but everybody was um sasuke everybody was sasuke yeah no matter yeah everybody was <laughs> um if they weren't him they were oh i'm gonna hate myself if i don't look this up because i don't want to forget her name she had the pink hair and everyone's just like wow you're doing great katie this is good this is good so glad you did your research before you decided to record this episode little did i know that i was gonna be talking about seven thousand characters <laughs> sakura well how can i for how could I forget her name was Sakura? <laughs> it's like the anime names of anime names. Sakura. Right. Uh, anyways. Um, everybody was Sakura. Um, or everybody was um, their sensei, Kakashi. Or then it turned into everybody was bad guys. Um, everybody had to be Gara. We love Gara. We also love Gara now more because he is voiced by Liam O'Brien. I love you, Liam O'Brien. You have the best voice. Um, <laughs> diverting. But, um, yeah, I ended up falling into that pit too. And thankfully, I didn't fall into, like, the main, main characters of that. Like, I didn't want to be Naruto. I didn't need to be Sasuke. I didn't definitely didn't need to be Saruto, uh, Sakura. Jesus. Mess up her name one more time. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I always went with side characters and I ended up actually cosplaying as three different characters from the show. Um, I went as Tsunade. So one of the two or three times I ever cosplayed as a girl, one of them was Tsunade. Um, and that was a fun outfit to make. It was just, um, I didn't wear it for very long and I don't think I wore it for very long because the heels were killing me. Then, uh, Shikamaru. But I didn't go as Shikamaru from, like, original. I ended up going as him from um, the next step where he had gotten, like, his um, fancy jacket and he looked more like Kakashi and stuff. So, like, more of the Shippuden um, Shikamaru, which um, was a much easier costume to wear because it was much less mesh. <laughs> so much less mesh. Um, and then, and then my favorite one that I dressed up as, and I found the outfit the other day and I really thought about it and I might actually wear the cosplay again at some point. Um, but Asuma, Asuma, <laughs> like even now, even now I'm just like, ah, uh, like I could go back and watch Naruto again. Uh, definitely 100%. I love Asuma and I hate what happened to Asuma. And I think actually 
Spoiler if you've never seen Naruto, but here it comes. I think I actually stopped watching the episode he died. <laughs> I think that was like the enough point for me. I was like, oh, yeah, well, this sucks and I hate my life and I'm over it. So I'm never watching it again. Thank you, Naruto, for uh, giving me an out, I guess. Killing off my one of my favorite characters. Um, but again, Naruto massive for so long because it went on for so damn long went on forever i mean all i know it's still going because now there's something called baruto and that's naruto's son right i think pretty sure i sound like an old person someone help me out (laughs) i think baruto is naruto's son baruto i'm not spelling it right naruto's oh boruto excuse me yeah it is it's this yeah there yeah there it is so there you go like, it just keeps going forever and ever. And I don't even know if that show's over yet. I never even watched any of that one. It's like, nah, too much. Can't do it. Don't wanna. Uh, but yeah, Naruto went on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And to this day, like, you still see people dressed up from it. But then we moved into um, one of the scarier timelines. Well, first there was Homestuck. I, I never cosplayed from Homestuck. Not once. Never. Mm-mm. Homestuck was around forever. And it wasn't an anime. It was an online cartoon. Very popular. Um, I only read a little bit of it just to see what the heck it was, I guess. Uh, but I never actually indulged in cosplaying from it. But all I know is that for the longest time, all you saw was Homestuck people like all over the place like little demon people um at one point when i dressed up from supernatural though i went looking for them and hunted them all down and that was awesome that was a good time and my biggest regret from dressing up as dean and having a sammy at the time dressed up was not getting all the homestuck people together and or going and crashing one of their photo shoots as dean and sam and having like a like you know, the cover of Shaun of the Dead, where they're all standing on top of, like, the pile of dead zombies? Like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> Never got it. But it, it it's a dream, just so you all know. And I don't see Homestuck very often. Like, maybe every once in a while, I'll see one pop around and stuff. But it's just crazy how big it was. It was so long. Solid four or five years. All it was was Homestuck people. Or that's not an exaggeration. Like, I feel like it was just around forever. Um, but not scary because i wasn't involved in that just scary that there was just it was so obsessive for so long scary was hetalia i lived through hetalia now i cosplayed from hetalia as america to host and i'd made two other outfits i made in italy and i made a germany for my friends to help me co-host the masquerade but hetalia i felt like was never going to die like and Allison talked about it the other day, which is kind of what triggered this episode. We were talking about it. It's just like how insane people were about the ships for that show. And there were so many different outfits about it uh, because, you know, people had all the different military outfits and their regular outfits and different side episodes of like what the characters looked like before they were like military outfits. And, Oh my god, it was just, there's so many different, and like half the time I'm just like, okay, I know who the big countries were that were like the main players and stuff, but there were so many little side countries too, which in a way is good, because like I'm so glad there was representation for all of these other little countries and stuff too, obviously. But 
<clears throat> after a while, you're just like, who the hell are all of you? Like, you all look the same. You all have the blonde hair. You all have, like, similar outfits. Like, it was insanity. And they were just, they were so obsessive. Like, I think at one point, I remember, like, people were burning flags. I want to say I said people were burning flags. Yeah. Of other countries. It was like, what's happening at this convention right now? Like, why would you like, first of all, unless it's like a piece of paper and you're burning it, like, why would you ever burn another country's flag? Period. Like, no, you don't, you don't do that as like a nor on a normal day when you're not dressed up as a Japanese like anime character. No, but like at an anime convention, cut it out. <laughs> like, Eh. And this went on for years. Like they'd be all over the hallways and they'd swarm together and they like would scream at each other and yell. And it was either excitement or ready to start like an actual World War Four in the middle of the convention floor because they'd seen some other country that their country didn't get along with. And oh, it was scary. <laughs> and the fact that I was a part of it. And I, of course, I picked America because I'm just like, well, I mean, I didn't really like I, I read a little bit of it just to know what I'm talking about. And it seemed like the easiest thing to do because I already had my hair for Tomiki at the time because I was still Tomikiing it up a little bit every once in a while. It was, I think I wore the one convention and I didn't dare ever do it again because i was absolutely mortified by people i was like oh i don't want to be associated with this i don't want to get i don't want to get stuck in this trap i'm good but yeah like i tell you the fact that it like died off at all like i'm sure people still cosplay from it um i don't recognize them as much anymore um but there's no huge swarm of them anymore at every convention you go to. So that's comforting. <laughs> but it's like, oh my God, that, that hit hard. And it might've been at a point that it happened too, that I had just gotten older and I wasn't like as, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of this group blah, 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 moment. But, oh, oh yeah, no, Hetalia, like I said, I, I'm sure my other friends all have stories of like encounters with Hetalia people of some kind at some point, And it's just, yeah, I'm sure you yourselves listeners have known Hetalia cosplayer or have uh, been subjected to Hetalia cosplay in your lives. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I feel for you and I'm here to say space. We can talk about it. Um, and then there were a few that, I don't think they were like in the, what my mindset would be as cult, but they were popular um, that I was involved in. Okay. Well, one of them still is, and I'm ignoring it because my shame, but Hamilton <laughs> a little bit, everybody dressed up from Hamilton for the longest time. Uh, like about a year, two years, there was a lot of people that like you, they would pop around the convention and they were Alexander Hamilton and they were, you know, Lafayette. They were the King, the Skyler, the, the Skyler sisters, um, huge you always saw the girls like all over the place but even before you saw the military outfits like you would see the Skylar sisters romping around um but again that didn't at an anime convention that's not going to be massive um other like other conventions they, they would pop up here and there i'm sure at like bigger conventions that are multi-genre it was probably a lot bigger at those um broadway con obviously um 
But people were so obsessed with Hamilton. It's like maybe you didn't dress up from it, but it was the thing for about a, a solid year. It's still popular, but for a solid year, like 2016, 2017, it was it was huge. And I made my friends dress up from it two years in a row. So there you go. Um, and then Doctor Who, always popular. Everyone's always dressed up as a doctor from somewhere or something, um, especially from David Tennant on. Um I saw a lot of 10th Doctor, 11th Doctor cosplay for a few years in a row. Um, and at that point, I was working in Connecticut. So it's like that was a multi-genre convention. So that was definitely big at that. But even at like the anime conventions, like the Doctor pops up. Um, the TARDIS pops up everywhere. Um, I have two friends that have two TARDISes. <laughs> one of them uses it as a pool house. <laughs> And one of them, I don't know what happened to Krista's and Dan's, but they had it at their wedding. Actually, Lindsay had one at her wedding too, but that was Rob's when it traveled before it was a pool house. So, um, yeah, like the TARDIS is everywhere and yeah, Doctor Who's still a big thing and I'm happy about that. I love Doctor Who. And especially if you go out to like bigger conventions that again are multi-genre conventions, the Doctor's a big thing. But I definitely noticed around the time that Tenant was number 10, like as me, myself included, um, dressed up as Tenant's Doctor. So, I mean, that was that was a bit everywhere for a while. Um, and I mean, Marvel is a big thing. People are always dressed up as Marvel characters. Um, definitely, I've noticed like New York Comic Con and stuff. That's one of the bigger cosplay groups are the DC and the Marvel people. Superheroes are always going to be big. Um, the cult that I almost fell into and I still would like to cosplay from it at some point. Um, but Yuri on ice. Ooh, there were so many ice skaters, so many ice skaters, so many ice skating trash people that are my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I would always, I would dress up from Yuri on ice again, but I always wanted to be Christopher from Canada because I just thought he was absolutely outrageous and ridiculous. And that's the reason that I would want it to be him. Um, but the ice skating people were around forever. Like even this past year, we had an ice skating like Yuri on ice skit at the masquerade in Boston, um, which was awesome. It was a really good skit. Uh, but I mean, people were coming to the convention center and they were wearing ice skates and we're just like, no, you can't wear your ice skates. Even with the guards on them, like you can't wear skates in the, it's a sharp, and it qualifies as a weapon. And yeah, like Yuri on Ice. It's such a good anime. It's so good. If you haven't seen Yuri on Ice, please go watch Yuri on Ice. It's really good. But like that was it, it when it popped up and it became so popular again, it really like reminded me of like the FMA years and the host club years. And it's like it had been a while since I had had an anime that I enjoyed so much that I was like, oh, Oh, well, maybe like I could just one more time, like which I feel like is most mindsets of most people that get sucked into cults is like, oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> this will be fine. Um, but yeah, you know, there's it's always going to be there's always going to be like one big group at conventions where everybody's dressed up as it. And like I said, when I started this, this year was definitely Demon Slayer a few years ago before the panoramic. Um, it was um, my hero academia and my hero academia is still big. Um, Cause it's still ongoing, which is like I said, when these animes drag out, as long as they do the cosplay for it tends to hang around heavily as long as the show is running. Um, 
but those two definitely competed with each other this year. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, always a bunch of that hanging around. I believe that show is also still ongoing. And Mob Psycho was big this year, too. A lot of Mob Psycho people. Um, I know a lot of people that I, I my friends are like loving it right now. Um, I've watched a few episodes. It's very good. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see throughout the years, like what ends up being the next big thing. Like what's the big next anime? What do you guys think? What do you think is going to be like the big costume for next year? Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see together and who knows, maybe I'll dress up from it slash probably not because I won't even know it's a thing until I have to pronounce all of their ridiculous names on stage <laughs> because that's, that's my life. Guys, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I hope it made sense. It made sense in my head. I am I mean, yeah, I had a good time recording it. So that's what matters, right? right. Uh, make sure you can follow us on Twitter and you can find us on YouTube for a closed caption option of every episode. And yeah, uh, I have a book for sale uh, that could have gone worse. Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. Proceeds from that for the rest of forever are going to Planned Parenthood, the Sandy Hook Promise, and the Trevor Project uh, because I want to help out causes that are important to me. And, you know, have a good day, guys. Hope you have a good night, day, whenever you're listening to this. If you have any stories of your own, please get a hold of me. I would love to have you on the show as a guest to talk convention with me. And uh, yeah, hope you have a great rest of whatever time of the day it is. Talk to you later. Bye.